This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against anti-Semitism and hate, ADL's efforts are worldwide, including in Turkey. Since the earthquake there that brought so much destruction and loss of life, this is a country that has certainly been on the minds of many. My colleague, Dr. Icon Erdemir, is ADL's Director of International Affairs Research, but he is also a former member of the Turkish Parliament. I've asked him to come on to today's show to talk about his country, its views on Jews, and his incredible human rights work then and now. I'm so excited to welcome you, Icon, too, from the front lines. Uh, thank you, Scott, for having me. So, Icon, I'm going to start by offering my sympathies on the incredible loss of life. Uh, Scott, this is really the, the worst natural disaster, one of the worst natural disasters in a century, striking not only Turkey but also Syria with over 40,000 dead, likely uh, to reach 50,000. Uh, so our hearts go out to the peoples of Turkey and Syria. And I would also like to use this opportunity to thank all the rescue and relief workers and volunteers from around the world, including teams from Israel, Greece, Armenia, uh, who have saved dozens of lives from under the rubble. And their great work have not only saved lives, but I think also uh, have helped build bridges among nations uh, which have had turbulent history uh, over the last decade. Yeah, the, the outpouring has been extraordinary. And I must say, I feel particularly close to the, uh, the Israeli rescue workers. One of them happens to be my cousin, uh, who's there as we, as we speak. Please give him our thanks. So I, I think the listeners are probably wondering uh, how a member of the Turkish parliament becomes connected with an organization like ADL and eventually goes on to work for ADL. Let's unpack that story. How did you first connect with ADL? In fact, uh, my first connection with ADL was through uh, a survey ADL has been uh, carrying out since 2014, namely the Global 100. Uh, this is a survey uh, measuring antisemitism globally from around the world. And when I saw the 2014 results as a Turkish lawmaker, uh, which showed that Turkey had more antisemitism than Iran as a society, that really prompted me to take action uh, in the Turkish parliament. So that's my first connection with ADL. Talk a little bit about what that survey showed. For me, the most striking thing was uh, the Turkish society, which takes pride in being the most democratic and pro-Western Muslim-majority country, had more anti-Semitic prejudice than the Iranian society, you know, which has been, uh, at that point, which it was under an Islamic you know, uh, Republican regime uh, for over decades. Uh, and that prompted me to hold a press conference on Rosh Hashanah at the Turkish parliament uh, to basically uh, remind uh, my fellow citizens that Turkey had a problem. And that also uh, prompted me to file a motion to establish an ad hoc committee to combat anti-Semitism, uh, the first one in Turkish history. That is, the motion was the first one. Unfortunately, it failed at the parliament. Uh, but then I also co-drafted Turkey's first hate crimes bill. 
uh, hoping that that could also uh, help mitigate some of the anti-Semitic hate in Turkey. And uh, basically, uh, the ADL survey uh, put into motion uh, and a number of legislative and policy work uh, to combat not only anti-Semitism, but also hate and prejudice uh, on all other grounds. This is an extraordinary outcome of this survey. And I, I, I'd like to add, uh, you know, you played such an important role here and you are not Jewish, correct? Uh, no, I come from uh, Turkey's majority Sunni Muslim community, but all my life, beginning with my academic work, then my advocacy work, I've always worked against Turkey's sectarian majoritarianism. I have always been a, a vocal defender of uh, minority rights uh, and freedom of religion or, or belief uh, for all communities, and I continue that work very proudly uh, within ADL now. Let's talk a little bit about that history. This work fighting anti-Semitism was an outgrowth of your human rights work in the Turkish parliament. What were some of your major achievements in the parliament? So in, in parliament, I still take great pride in being a co-drafter of Turkey's first hate crimes bill, although I know that implementation is always more challenging than just legislation. So there's still a lot of work to be done. But at the same time, my mandate in parliament coincided uh, with... The, the worst moment in Turkish-Israeli bilateral relations, uh, which was fueled also not only by anti-Semitism, but also by uh, anti-Israeli sentiment, prejudices. Uh, so at the height of what was then called the flotilla crisis, uh, this was a, a flotilla event which uh, ended diplomatic relations or, uh, or em at the ambassadorial level between Israel and Turkey. And this and was five years earlier because you had said 2014 for the Global 100 survey, but the flotilla was 2009, right? Yeah, so yes, this was uh, shortly after the flotilla crisis. I was in parliament and uh, then there were no ambassadors between Turkey and Israel. And here there's a reminder, Turkey was the first ever Muslim majority state to recognize Israel. So this was really a dramatic yeah, you know, reversal for bilateral relations. So I was the only Turkish lawmaker to travel to Israel uh, to speak at the Hebrew University, at the Truman Peace Center, uh, you know, praising the virtues of bilateral cooperation, uh, you know, decades of close security, economic, diplomatic, and cultural relations between the two nations. And I'm happy to say that history has proven me right. Uh, Turkey and Israel uh, have reestablished, you know, full ambassadorial level diplomatic relations since then. We have seen uh, some improvement uh, to the bilateral relation on multiple fronts. And I think ultimately uh, the work we do also at ADL is all about, you know, building bridges, fighting against bias and prejudice and hate, uh, and hope that uh, there is an inclusive future for us all. I hope so. I'm not quite sure we're back to where we were in terms of relations with Turkey, but certainly on a, a much better path. And your academic background also uh, was important for this. Tell us a, a little bit about your academic background. Sure. My academic interest was uh, sadly uh, provoked by what I witnessed as a freshman uh, in, in college in Turkey's capital, Ankara, uh, back in 1993. So during the summer break, um, you know, through TVs, uh, like all other Turkish citizens, 
I watched live a pogrom in action where tens of thousands of people burned alive a, a hotel full of uh, a religious minority during a, a religious festival. And the impunity enjoyed uh, by those participating in that pogrom um, has really pushed me into studying Turkey's you know, largest minority, namely the Alevi. Uh, but more in, uh, importantly, it pushed me to study and then teach and then advocate uh, for minority rights and also to think about ways of working both at the policy level and at the societal level uh, to push back against hate so that such pogroms, such hate crimes uh, don't uh, take place again. So basically, that's how my academic work connected to my parliamentary work, and my parliamentary work then connected to my current work at ADL. Okay, so we've worked our way backwards, but we, we only have a few minutes left, so let's work our way forwards. You are no longer in the Turkish parliament. You live in the United States. What brought you to the United States and ultimately led you to work for ADL? So by 2015, uh, I chose not to run again uh, in the Turkish parliament, uh, predicting that uh, there wasn't much room for the kind of work I do uh, back there. Uh, so uh, in the U.S., I was a think tanker uh, until last year. Uh, but uh, beginning with 2018, I started volunteering as an expert on ADL's task force on Middle East minorities. So um, for over four years, I've had uh, the great pleasure uh, to not only contribute to this task force, but also serve as its first rotating co-chair alongside ADL's former Senior Vice President for International Affairs, Sherin Nazarian, whose work I've always admired. Uh, and as of last April, I joined ADL full-time. I'm now Director of International Affairs Research at ADL, uh, and I um, now fight hate, not just in Turkey and the Middle East, but I take a look at the global portfolio. Uh, so... Uh, when you became connected to ADL, though, you weren't working for us. Where were you working? Uh, I was with Foundation for Defense of Democracies in Washington, D.C., and I was the senior director uh, of the Turkey program. Uh, in the last few seconds of the show, just tell us a little bit more about the day-to-day -day work you're doing with ADL and, and what's coming up. Uh, we have another iteration of the Global 100 survey, uh, hopefully to be released uh, in a month or two, which will give us insights as to how antisemitism, uh, how the state of antisemitism is globally, and we will also get a, a, a fresh look into the impact of the Abraham Accords uh, on both uh, intersocietal relations in the Middle East and North Africa, as well as antisemitism. Uh, but beyond that, uh, we also uh, keep a close eye on uh, the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism, antisemitism and Holocaust denial, uh, namely the Islamic Republic of Iran. Uh, because although antisemitism uh, requires a lot of work pushing back against hate in schools and institutions, it also requires pushing back against this leading state sponsor of antisemitism. Icon, many thanks for your incredible human rights work over so many decades, uh, whether as an academic in government or, or working in civil society organizations like ADL. I will say that I'm, I'm honored to work alongside you and to let other, others know about uh, your extraordinary efforts via this show. 
And thanks so much for being on From the Front Lines. Thanks, Scott. The honor is mine. And thanks again for having me. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Front Lines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Front Lines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.